Surprise! If you subscribed, you're getting a little hello in your pod feed today. I was going to wait two weeks, but I had this episode burning a hole in my pocket. My friend Lily Wilburn comes by today. She is most excellent. You're going to like her. But first, I have something to tell you. Guess what's making a comeback, y'all? Leprosy. I know, right? Leprosy. Like from the Bible. They have cases in Florida and Texas. And in the last few years, cases in central Florida have doubled. So uh, another reason not to go to Florida. (laughs) My girlfriends are laughing right now listening to this because we were at brunch yesterday and I guess I thought this was good brunch talk, but yeah, I told everybody at brunch yesterday. But here's what I know. I want to share it with you because knowledge is power, right? Okay, so I told you the cases have doubled. I told you not to go to Florida. So you can pass it like COVID, like it's very contagious and they don't know how it's spreading, which is scary, but they do know it's not armadillos. Yes, you can get leprosy from armadillos. Evidently, they carry it, but it's best to just stay away from armadillos anyway. They're wild. Just maybe don't touch armadillos. So here's another thing that's really terrifying. It can lay dormant in a person for up to 20 years, and you can transmit it but not have any symptoms. And you have to get like a specific test just to find out if you have it. I mean, so what, should we start getting tested for leprosy? That is so weird. Okay, but here's the good news. I always like to end with some good news. Because we went through this back in the Bible days, we built up immunity and it's in our DNA. 95% of people are immune to leprosy. So there's your daily bit of knowledge Go spread the word. Spread the word of leprosy. Don't spread leprosy. Hello. (laughs) Hi, Lily. (laughs) So this being Tales from the Tipped, I want to include anybody that's tipped. And you tip your hairdressers. Yeah, and and we're technically a service industry, too, because I'm providing a service. And Lily is a hairdresser. Mm -hmm. And I met Lily working, she's working at one of our, actually probably one of the most popular places in town. Cindy Lou Douglas owned the Chop Shop. I was in there on Saturday. I popped in to say hi to everybody. And when I met you, that's where you were working. You've Mm -hmm. gone on to other things. But when did you start working at Chop Shop? Oh, man. In like, in 2012, maybe? Wow. Yes. I worked there for over, I think it was like 10 and a half years by the time I left. And it was a great place to work. It was an awesome place to work. I had so much. Yeah, that's why I stayed there for so long. I had so much fun and I met so many cool people. Knoxville's such a cool city and there's so many amazing people. And that place just seemed to attract so many of them. So I've had nothing but good experiences for, through that job. So it was awesome. So you were there 10 and a half years. And then... And then I opened my own out. And you've opened so your own. Now, how long has... First of all, how long has that been open? I opened my little salon shop called Sleek and Destroy in August of last year. So it's not been quite a year, but I love it. It's awesome. Being your own boss rock. Yeah. I'm also my favorite employee. (laughs) 
<laughs> you get employee of the month yeah. every month. Every single month. Killing it. Well, I was going to, my next question was going to be, and please tell everybody what you named it because, you know, I love a pun. Yep, yep. So what is it again? Sleek and destroy. I, so perfect. I love it. So I was actually um, trying to brainstorm with a few friends because I wanted a cool salon name that hadn't already been used a million times before. My son loved Lil's Little Hair House. But oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh, Lil's Little Hair House? Yeah, but there was somebody else in town in South Knoxville that had opened, like, the best little hair house in Knoxville. And I was like, damn it, that was going to be my uh, tagline. Yeah. Can't do that. Well, and I didn't want to get mixed up with right. anybody else. Because, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure that place was great, but who knows? Like, Yeah, you know, well, you don't want to spend the rest of your career explaining which little hair house. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Or get the best little hair house, that one. That's right. <laughs> or maybe they do something like problematic and then Yeah. And then I have to hear about it or have to go back get and confused. yeah, tell people through Google reviews. Actually, it, it was the other little hair yeah. house. But we had some other silly ones. Like Mitch Wheeler and I were kind of going back and forth because he likes puns too. And he was just like, What about Harrowsmith? I was like, No, <gasps> Mitchell. Oh god, but that one's good too. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but I was like, I don't I don't like Aerosmith enough to name my but salon. But Mitch after. needs to open a barber shop and call it Aerosmith. I mean, I guess I guess there's openings for that in yeah. town. Yeah, there's always <laughs> room for more. And the other thing that blew my mind too is that when I went to go fill out my paperwork, and at the city county building, like they gave me one sheet of paper front and back. And when I filled it out and I handed it back, they were like, "That'll be fifteen dollars." And I was like. Give me eight salons. Cheaper than a copay and going to the doctor. And I was I, like, well, I'm going to do this over and over and over again. This is Well, easy. now let's talk about how the other hard work that you did to open your own business. What did you do, like, to get your salon ready, your your own personal salon ready? Well, luckily, I'm working out of a suite. It wasn't as difficult as it would be, like, trying to find a big space and having to hire employees and stuff. I'm, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I'll be completely <laughs> honest with you. That was never I, on my list of things to do. To do it right. It's hard work. Yeah. I mean, you know, you work for yourself. It's like you got to be on your on your hustle. But also I feel like if you're um if you're disciplined and you're willing to put in the work that it is it will reward you. You just have to be willing to do the things that you need to do to make it happen. I just remember Cindy Lou down on her hands and knees doing that floor. Yeah. That awesome floor that she has in her space. Yeah. And how hard she worked to get that space right. Because she just went in as with a shell of a, yeah, of a yeah. place. And, and then probably had to have it plumbed and everything else. Yeah. I started working there like a year after, so everything was already in place. But, I mean, it's even with that, like, you know, even with renting and stuff, there's always things that go wrong, things that uh, break, things that you have to figure out. Insurance. Yeah. And- so it's a lot easier. Since I'm on like a micro level, it's a lot e- easier to manage. I actually think... I like the challenge because it gives me, it keeps me busy. Like, there's always Mm -hmm. something to do. Like, if I'm not doing someone's hair, I could be, you know, doing bookkeeping or cleaning something or trying to condense my schedule or whatever, so. Well, nice. I think that sounds like a great gig. Oh, man, it's (laughs) awesome. I wouldn't wouldn't trade it for anything else. I can't imagine 
Like during COVID, I kind of got panicky and I was like, oh my God, maybe I need a job where I can work from home. And I was in school at the time. So I started taking all these accounting classes and I was like, oh, I hate this. This is terrible. I How can't does imagine, do that? I cannot imagine you as an accountant. <laughs> but you know who else is an accountant? When I, we were, when we were over at JC's yesterday, I ran into Jay Storm and I knew like, and people had told me he was an accountant. So I, when I started talking to him, I was like, you do accounting, right? And he's like, yeah, I do. I was like, isn't that funny though? He tried to. <laughs> He tried to get me to pick up a side gig, uh, d- reconciling receipts for him. I was like, no, nah, man, I think I'm oh, good, but wow. thanks. Yeah, I, did, I didn't think of, I wouldn't think of Jay Storm as a... He's a CPA. He's a CPA. Does he go to the meetings and stuff? I don't that's, know. We didn't I think get, that's hilarious. I know, but it's like a thing. Like, I guess, I mean, I, you know, if you're if music's your passion, you have a yeah. day job, I guess. Does he, like, when he does taxes, does he make it, like, easier on people to give them the bad news? Like, he wraps it? Uh, I know, right? Like, here's Bill. <laughs> a little ditty about yeah. how you, how I'm getting you out of going to prison. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this is well worth it. <laughs> so you are a tipped, uh, you get tips a lot. Yes. Actually, my clients are incredibly generous. And that, I mean... Luckily for me, what I do, I get, like, unlike a server or a bartender who makes, you know, $2.13 an hour and needs the extra money to supplement, I actually get paid for what I do, and I get paid a livable wage. So anything on top of that is just icing on the cake. Yes. Which which is is the best kind of tick. Oh, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. So I'm pretty fortunate in that regard. And so I don't expect... Like, I never expect any amount of tips. Of course, I appreciate them all the time, but especially now that I own my own salon, did you know that it's customary in, like, in some situations for people not to tip the owner of a salon? Because I guess, yeah, that's a thing. People, Look at your face. Her face just went... I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, have I been doing this wrong? So you're supposed to tip the owner of the salon? No, no, not oh, tip the owner of the salon. No. Oh, I yeah. see. So I if mean, the owner do, does yeah. your hair, yeah, yeah, as opposed to the other people other working, staff, yeah, you don't have. Supposedly, you're not. You don't have to. Supposedly, tip. that well, is a thing. I bet the the owners that do hair would have something to say. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I mean, like I said, for me, it's all icing, so yeah. I don't. I don't mind either way. I'm just glad that people come see me. Oh, yeah, so great. And I love my clients so much. I've. I've been so lucky. People were like, oh, now that you work for yourself, did you get to weed out all the people you didn't like? And I was like, to be honest with you, there weren't really too many people I didn't like. I have a very strong personality. I think we could all agree with that. Yes, you do. A great personality. Or you wouldn't be on this little pod. I know. Thank you. I feel feel like, I feel special. Thank you. You are special. Oh, thank you. We feel special for you being here. Oh, I I love it. It's been so much fun already. But I mean, my personality is the kind that if I don't mesh well with somebody, that's fine. But we don't have to. We don't have to do this anymore, right? <laughs> well, that's very mature. Well, and, and with your personality, might I say that if you don't mesh with someone, that's their problem. Yeah, exactly. But- <laughs> Thank you. But it's few and far between. But every once in a while, and I'm sure you've had. I mean, we've all, haven't we all just had somebody that yep. it's just like this isn't going to work, and that's fine. Yeah, there's somebody out there. There are so many hairdressers in town. You can go see one of them. Yeah. And I just don't understand why people don't like me, really. <laughs> 
I know why people don't like me. But I think even people that don't like me still probably kind of like me a little bit. Yeah, I'm not, they I'm have an endearing, an endearing yeah, thing yeah. with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You say you, you haven't had many crazy. Oh, what? I mean, or I've did had, you I've did you a, think of some stuff? I've had a couple, but usually, like I said, if I don't if I don't vibe with somebody, they they don't come back. And okay, that so is what? Totally are, tell fun. me about some of the ones that weren't invited back. Oh, man. I remember when I first started working at the shop, you know, it's always people... I was a bartender before I was a hairdresser, so I've seen it all, and that's fine. But the whole time I was a bartender, I had very, very few instances where people were highly inappropriate with me. Like, you know, people flirt, whatever, mm-hmm. that's fine. That's cool. Or just in general, as long as you're respectful, right. flirt away. Like, yeah. I actually like a little playful banter. Right, it doesn't right, really bother right. me. But there's only been a handful of times where people ever said or did anything that was so inappropriate where I had to be like, listen, I'm about to come across this bar and whoop your ass. (laughs) Like, you kiss your mama with that mouth? No, no, no. You don't get to talk to me like that. Good for you. I know, right? I I wish for every woman that they can do that for themselves. Or if you don't want to, I'll do it for you. Right. At least have someone in your court. Yeah. 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 Stick up for yourself. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Or find some crazy lady like me to come yeah do it for you be loud it doesn't matter if you look wrong or crazy just be loud yeah and, and, and get what you need yeah yeah and, and the craziest thing is anytime i've ever had to say something like that to someone they were almost always taken aback by it and not in like a fighty way but they were like oh my god i had no idea like they were actually <laughs> like mortified because they didn't realize how inappropriate they were oh. and i think for some people like if you never get called out on your bullshit yes you r- literally don't understand that what you're doing is wrong. I'm not trying to condone that kind of behavior, but you know, when you're sitting about around with a bunch of guys and you're saying stuff like that, and the woman mm-hmm. has to be the one to, mm-hmm. to be like, "Hey, that ain't cool." Right? You go. You want to fight about it? Then, then they're right. like, "Oh," and hopefully that'll give them pause for the next time. Hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> but I did have like one time in the chair when I first started working the chop shop. It was like this older guy, and it was so funny because he came in bitching about how he'd just gotten canned from his job for sexual harassment. Oh, no. And he didn't learn a thing. (laughs) No, he didn't learn a damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) So... So, like, and, you know, he, he he said a couple of inappropriate things. You know, like, when I was done, I was like, how do you like it? He's like, oh, you know, I like it, baby. But at one point, he had done this, like, big wide arm thing and accidentally touched um. my bottom. And I was like, God. And so I didn't, like, oh, whatever. The guy left. It wasn't... Um, it wasn't a huge deal, but I remember saying something to Cindy, and she was hot. Oh, wow. She was like, I'm going to have the front desk person call him back, and if he ever wants another haircut, he's going to have to get it with me. I'm not. And it was it was really cool that she took up for me, but it yeah, was so she funny. Yeah, up for you. Because, like, for me, I was like, you know, eye roll, whatever, like, this old pervert. Yeah. Eh, you know? Well, that's <laughs> always nice, too, like, when something happens at work, and it's a sexual harassment kind of thing, and yeah. your manager is on your side. Oh, absolutely. That's Awesome. Yeah. Or owner. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a great thing. Safe because, space. Chop, chop the space. Safe yes. space. Yeah. That is, that's needed because it happens. Well, and a lot of your clients are your friends also. I know. Well, they're my friends. Or they start, if they. They started off as clients. Yeah. Yes. It's so cool. Like, actually, I met Todd, my best friend Todd, through his pervert daddy came in <laughs> and was getting haircuts and started sending Todd down there. And I remember the first time I ever cut Todd's hair, um, 
You he, said your daddy's a pervert. Well, pretty much. He, he was talking about, like, you know, how his dad's some down. I was like, oh, yeah, I saw your dad the other day. I caught him looking down my blouse while I was trimming his mustache. And he was like, yep, that's, <laughs> that's my, dad. my dad. And then we were best friends ever since. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that like some of it, great. like I like I said, being a bartender, like some of it, you just got to be like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, just part of it. But uh, for the most part, like I don't deal with any kind of disrespect or anything. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So tell me about where where did you bartend before oh, you became a hairdresser? Man, all kinds of trashy bars. <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> I worked at a couple of biker bars. Um, what? I worked at the old Coyote Joe's. And then I lived in North Carolina for a little bit, and I worked at a biker bar there called the Dog House. So, I, <laughs> and I, shout out to the Dog House! Shout out to the Dog House. I worked at the Shed for. Oh, sex, I love the Shed. That's a Harley Davidson yeah. uh, a showroom and a and barbecue club barbecue in and Maryville, yeah, Tennessee. And a music yeah, venue. it's a really great. Yeah, yeah it's a great oh, venue. it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. So, shout all, out to Scott. Yeah, shout out to Scott Maddox. Um, you should get him on here, too. I bet he'd be interesting you to know, you're right. interview. Yeah. Scott Maddox. I'll be calling. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, The Shed. But, yeah, I like my I like my biker my biker component of people. Like, it's always fun just waiting on older people with, you know, 20 or 30 Gs to burn on I a motorcycle. I just started to say, <laughs> yeah, uh, bikers, just, usually, you know, they're usually, like, loaded. Yeah. Sometimes they're doctors. Yeah, or <laughs> during the week, or during the t- week, yeah. and then yeah, they're great tippers. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the favorite place that you? Probably the shed because it wasn't actually a bar. Since it was a venue, the shifts were a lot short. of good music. Yeah, good music, and you just shed. just slinging beer all night, and you get to hang out, be at a cool show. The people that came there regularly were all really cool. Plus, a fantastic green room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scott knows how to do a green yeah. room. Yeah. Which is important. It's important to have a good green room. That's for that's yeah. My, that's my PSA, my Monday PSA. <laughs> for all the music venues out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, the shed and the, the barbecue and um the in did you say North Carolina? I yeah, I worked at another trashy biker bar in North Carolina. That one was a little more rough. <laughs> it was right outside. It was what, in Fayetteville, babe? North Carolina, which is right outside military base. So it was oh. just it's it, you know, it's just some some kind of weird I don't know. Military towns are so I I did not like it. Um it was just weird. It's a whole different energy. Yeah, the the vibe is so it's weird. I think anytime you go somewhere and there's like way too many, I mean, you can almost see it actually being a hairdresser. Uh-huh. Anytime you go into an environment and it's predominantly more male or female, it shifts the energy into some oftentimes like weird, competitive. And with when it's too many dudes, it gets like it's too much testosterone. Yeah. And it gets, it, I don't know, it's very uh, fratty or, you know, mm, I don't know. Locker room. Yeah. Um, and just, I don't know, like, and also, like, when there aren't enough women around, like, it's, like, competitive for the attention. So, I didn't wow, like it. Wow, this scary. Potential. I wasn't ever scared. Like, it didn't scare me. It just made me feel you weird. Yeah, it just felt yucky. I didn't like it. Yeah, yucky. That's a good, mm-hmm. yeah. So, not the... Um, uh, just breaking out into great balls of fire, playing... Uh, 
piano, like Top Gun. No, None of that. It wasn't even cool like that. Like this place. The movies make it look yeah, so much better. No, it was not that cool. They did karaoke a lot, which is like my least favorite. It's so much fun when you can go out with your friends once every six months in karaoke. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other thing when you have to listen to that shit once or twice a week for four to six hours at a time. Or when it's the (laughs) person who's like, they go out and do karaoke like every week and it's their life. Oh, or like the lifers that have only like three songs they know and they sing the same three songs every time they're in there and they're like perfecting them. It's like, (laughs) could you do anything else, man? Like there was literally a guy that would come in there and do Freebird every whatever Friday no, night. Freebird. Yes, you know I hated Leonard Skinner for years because of that guy. Well, you it's know, just a rule. Guy. It's no Freebird. Well, and one time now he it's did no it wagon twice, wheel. Yeah, right. <laughs> so actually, speaking of wagon wheel, Todd and I are going to see Old Crow Medicine Show oh, at God. the prison, and I'm like, Old Crow's cool. It's okay, fine, wait. Whatever. At the prison, the Brushy Mountain, the Brushy Mountain, the br- which is not far from us. No. They have live music and yes. they have a brewery. Yeah, and you and can a restaurant in the prison yes. and around. The, that's so cool. So if anybody know doesn't know about that, check that out. Oh my God, it's amazing. So you're going to see Old Crow Medicine. Show. Yeah, but the coolest part about it isn't even the show. It's the fact that they'll let you camp at the prison overnight oh, if I you didn't get know to that. Yes. Oh, that's right. Really I get cool. to spend the night in prison for the second time. <laughs> for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> Brushy Mountain was no joke. I know. Like, I've knew yeah. people that went there. Like, what? Yeah. I mean, it's been years. I don't know anybody there now. They were Obviously. from that bar in Fayetteville, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, but that place is rough. And, like, if you ever do the tours there, like, if you get a guided tour, they have, like, former inmates and prison guards that are tour guides now. Oh, Look at your, word. yeah, your, her face just went like, yeah. Does this need to be a YouTube podcast yes <laughs> so you can uh, see our faces mm-hmm. so actually i think that i'm gonna after we spend the night the next day i'm gonna do a guided tour you're gonna do the tour yeah i've toured it once but not with a guide and i've been kicking myself in the pants since yeah then, so yeah i'm going back and i'm gonna do it right that's great yeah uh, how fun so what happened with the the wagon wheel story oh i've got well i've got a couple but it was funny so i invited my friend to go with me and he's excited because we're camping at the prison and he called me two days later and i was she he was like you bitch you (laughs) didn't tell me we were gonna go see wagon wheel (laughs) i was like yeah man sorry about your luck we're probably gonna have to hear at least once maybe even two times you need Uh, to make a sign just make a sign to hold up that says no wagon wheel (laughs) thing but wagon wheel that's a great idea i have a few days before we go anything but wagon wheel. but it's so funny i've I've gone to ireland a couple times in the last two years and they love it there too god it's international oh i know i know it's spread um Mm. i was in an ice cream shop (laughs) (laughs) and i was like no way and then i was at a bar another time and the cover band was playing it and then Uh, some guy busking on the street i think it it follows you (laughs) now why'd you go to ireland because it is like the coolest place in the world. Well, I haven't been. It's and I magical. Want to go. Why go. do you Why do you go to Ireland? Like you just decided, like, well, you want to go to Ireland, and you've been twice. Yeah, I've been twice. Um, so after COVID, I got so sick of being 
stuck at home and not able to do anything that I was like, I have not really traveled in internationally much. I've been to like, you know, up to that point, I've been to Canada and Mexico. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 I'm getting, I'm getting out of here. We're going across <laughs> one whole ocean this time. And it was the first time I went, I had such a ball that I booked tickets pretty much immediately when I got back to go again the next year. And I've nice. met people just hammered in pubs. Actually, one of them has come here to visit me in September. We had a blast and I'm meeting her again in July. Oh, She's going to meet fantastic. me in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> How long did you stay when you went? Um, the first time I was there for 10 days and the second time I was there for two weeks. I would love to find a way to go over there for like a month. And you went by yourself? Yes. Everyone speaks English and they take credit cards and it's so safe. It is like I got in cars with strangers, Amy. It was wow. insane. Like, Can you do hair there? I kind of wonder Girl. if I could, or I mean, I'd scrub toilets there if I could do stay it for a month. Pop-up hair shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe you can, um, you know how you go to other countries and, and teach them how to speak English? Maybe you can go they to Ireland. I know, but maybe you can go to Ireland and teach them how to do yeah, yeah, yeah. May I go on some kind of special? Yeah, visa. like an old instructor workshop thing, you know. Well, I've also considered like now that I own my own business, you can write everything off now, so I could go like for you could a just hair rent show. a space in Ireland, the same way you do here. Right? I don't know. Do they do that? I will. Yeah, but the only thing I'd be interested in learning about is like licensure. So at least oh, yeah, here yeah. in the United States, you have to have a well, you have to have like a work visa, probably too. Probably. So I'm sure it, you'd have to it would have that. be definitely basement haircuts the and first couple. <laughs> I was like, you can pay me and get us. It's fine. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Well, even a, a basement haircut in Ireland is better than a regular haircut in America. Yeah, it's got to be. Because <laughs> yeah. you're in Ireland. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, that's really cool that you went there and just went by yourself and hung yeah. out and just met people. Yes. And everybody's so friendly. I've never been somewhere and felt so welcome. I mean, East Tennessee is very you know, hospitable and welcoming. But over there, like, everybody, like, nobody knows a stranger. Everybody talks mad shit to each other. No one gets offended. <laughs> They're all drinking, smoking, good time, and people. I got over there, and I was like, my people. No, and that's like, so great. Did yeah. they love your accent, too? Um, I don't know if they loved my accent, but they heard me talk, and they were like, oh, you're not from here. Where are you from? Oh, Where are yeah, you going? Oh, yeah, so then you you're, know, you're like the, the main thing that they want to have interest in. Yeah, because it's something different. A lot of those places there, the, it's villages. They're tiny. Little, uh, if you're outside of Dublin, everything's small. So these people, like, they're used to seeing the same people, eating the same food, doing oh. the same thing. So anything different, especially after COVID, they, they were locked down hardcore. Yeah, they, they weren't were. allowed to go more than, like, three kilometers from their homes. The food. You, the, yeah. It was uh, not very good. Why are they not known for their food? <laughs> I mean, they're known for their food, but not the best food. Yeah. So, obviously, <laughs> they had a staple diet of potatoes, which is a real thing. Like, you can go to the Chinese restaurant and get chips. It's insane. Like, oh, everywhere, wow. everywhere has potatoes, fried potatoes. But... I think part of it, I'm sure some of it is our palate. Like, I noticed that they don't season stuff, and I don't know if that's a, yeah. you, know, you know, like, I don't know if that's a Caucasian people thing or not. Like, do you but, not know about garlic? Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't season things so heavy, but I'm also like, we're Americans, and we eat so much salt and sugar. Maybe yeah, we, we, can't we eat nuance. too much, yeah. and they, yeah, we need something in the middle. But they also, it's also a country, it stays temperate year-round, so it never really gets hot. So certain things just don't grow there. It's real rocky. They grow yeah. sheep and potatoes mostly, you know? <laughs> sheep and potatoes and cows, So they have, but they have the most amazing dairy. If you like butter and cheese and milk, 
Ice cream, that stuff and is fire. And heart attacks, that is yeah, your place. Yeah, that's fire. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like I wouldn't want to, I, I wouldn't want to eat it all the time. But if you're just there for a couple of weeks, you can make do. Where, where else do, do you, do you want to visit? Um, I definitely want to go back to Europe. I've gone to Central America a couple of times and it just hurts my feelings. Mm. Like when you see people being like having their resources exploited, it's like, well, it's like, oh, cool. Cheap vacations of these people that can't afford to buy property in their own country. It's even worse. You know, when you see it happening, when you see it happening here in Tennessee, if you see it happening on a level that's even worse, you're like, you know, yeah. True. So I don't know. I'm t- I'm too soft for that. I've been to Greece. You'd have fun in Greece. Mm. Yeah, Greece was fun. But you'd do well in Greece. <laughs> do, do you have to be able to speak Greek? That would be no, amazing. not at all. No, oh, no, a lot of even on the islands, like especially on the main island. Then yeah, total everybody speaks English. But even once you get to the smaller islands, yeah, everybody. This tourism is so big. Yeah. You know? Everybody speaks English. But. Did it make you crazy that there were so many tourists there, though? We went in a time, uh, like, um, not during season. Yeah, So yeah. there weren't very many, and everybody was really friendly. Aww. Yeah. It was great. Like like what you said with Ireland. Yeah. Everybody was just really so nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. I'll have to go there, too. Oh, uh, you'd love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there any other restaurants or bars or something that you— Want to bring up that you have a story or anything about? Oh, man. It's so weird. Like, there aren't, I don't, I don't know that I've seen a, a good, bar, a good bar fight in a while. Well, you're not Ashley Caruso. <laughs> Remember when she, like, almost died that, yeah. uh, like, oh, two half years half ago? Yeah. <laughs> so, that was crazy, too. So, I was at the other trashy bar across the street. Um, our place? The one in the armpit next, across from Fazoli's. Oh, oh, really? That same night, yes. I was with a I was with a girlfriend having a beer on the patio, and I had to leave early to go um you know, to go pick up my mom or whatever. And when I left, I didn't see anything. But when my friend left shortly after me, she said like there were like twenty cop cars. So of course, you know, I got on the news. That shooting happened the same time we were at the bar across the street. Oh, wow. and I texted her the next day. I was like, "Aren't you glad we went to that shitty bar, and not that shitty bar?" <laughs> like we were like, you know, three hundred feet. We had from, our choice of yeah. shitty bars, and we picked the right one. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like my life is serendipitous, like that. It's just like, uh, like just a hair away adjacent. from. Yeah, like. Yeah, crazy shit. Crazy adjacent. adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just barely get by. But if, yeah, we were talking about this yesterday. I was like, sometimes my life feels like a series of, you know, episodes of Seinfeld. I was like, oh, yeah, this is weird. This couldn't happen to anybody else. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> I love it when things happen throughout your day that makes you think this is a definite Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Oh, man. I said, I think I said it. Or The Office. The Office does it for me, too. Oh, really? Lots I, of. I never clicked with The Office as much. I think the Seinfeld always did it for me because they're all just kind of awful and it's just <laughs> funny. <laughs> I, <laughs> like I, lack of self-awareness. I'm like, oh, I know people like that. That's and, cool. you know, Larry David, did you ever get into Curb Your Enthusiasm? No, but I should because I would love it. I love Larry David. Because, you know, George is Larry. Yeah, yeah. And so— Larry as Larry on Curb Your Enthusiasm is like watching George. But I mean, I always find myself siding with him. Like he really <laughs> is. He points out things that need to be pointed out that people don't like yeah. in social. We have all these social constructs. constructs. Yeah, yeah. And we're not allowed to do it or, but he does it. And it's like, 
Oh, yeah. the hero. Yeah, yeah. He's like the anti-hero. Uh, I I'm with you, too, because I, you know. I'll, sometimes people need to be called out. Oh, oh, yeah. And I have no problem. I'm like, I have no fear of confrontation whatsoever. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that I enjoy it. I mean, there are times that I'm like, damn it, I got to do this again. <laughs> but I'm also just like, I also don't have a problem with it, too, because I do. I agree. Sometimes people need to be called on, their, mm-hmm. on it. Like, Definitely. sorry, buddy. Definitely. Sorry about your luck. <laughs> Did you work in any Knoxville bars? Just Coyote Joe's, which was a, was a trashy biker bar on Clinton Highway. That place was fun. That was a hoot. I met some really cool people from there. So when you did you have to dress like the Coyote Joe girls? Oh, Coyote from the movie. Ugly. They no, had the Coyote Ugly. They, yeah, like, Coyote but ugly. we had like whatever tank tops, and you could wear shorts or whatever cute things. If you really felt like you wanted to wear. Uh, Chaps, you could. Ooh, chaps. Uh, yeah. Like, if you're feeling extra frisky, you could wear chaps. Did you wear pigtails? No, I've never liked myself in pigtails. I always felt like it made me look really juvenile, and I didn't like that. We'll see. The guys do. <laughs> because it makes you look really juvenile? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's called the pigtail theory. It's like a thing on TikTok. Okay. And all these women in the service industry are like weighing in on when they wear their hair in pigtails, they get better tips, they get hit on more, they get because the guys like the juvenile. Look, oh, man. Now, I got, now I, just for the sake of science, I might have to do this. You might have to. I just, ugh, I hate myself in pigtails. I just feel like I look stupid. Oh, I bet you're cute. Uh, I don't <laughs> think so, but I guess that's just how you perceive things. Yeah, yeah. I've also heard, like, I mean, it's a little bit different, but, like, glasses. Like, glasses I make people look smarter. Yeah. I agree with that. I was right. like, maybe I should get some vanity shades. Just be like, ooh, look at me. I'm a... Like, I, my IQ just jumped 20 points. <laughs> you take me seriously Yeah, but now. then you can do the, like, bring the glasses down and look over them. Oh, I already feel like I walk a line of, like, I already have two fetish things going for me. I'm Asian and I'm tattooed. So I feel, and I think that might be part of the reason why I don't like pigtails. Because I feel like after I cross the threshold of a third fetish thing, mm-hmm. that it's too much. You're so right. when I was pregnant, it freaked me out. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm some creepo's dream girl and then as an adult i got braces and that was another time that i was just like oh there's some freak that's super into this but it was just like there's too much going on i need to tone it down a little bit it's too much it is too much that's really funny (laughs) dial back on all the sexy asian tropes (laughs) yeah like oh we're gonna have to turn it yeah we're gonna we're gonna turn it back yeah Oh, so um, Coyote Joe's, did you ever wear uh, chaps? So for my Coyote Joe's days and my shed days, I did have a pair of chaps. Oh, you wore them at the shed too. Well, I didn't wear them. (laughs) I think I bought them because I did have a motorcycle, like a street bike Mm -hmm. for a little while, and I thought I'd really lean into it. But man, I don't know. Chaps just seem like overkill. I feel like if you're wearing jeans, you're fine. And they're hot. They're leather. They're literally leather pants without booty cheeks in them. Uh, No. I've never been one to want to wear leather pants either. The last time I went out to the shed, it was funny because, you know, like, that whole biker thing. Like, I have friends that ride motorcycles, and they're just, like, normal guys that ride motorcycles, and it's cool. So it's so funny to see these people that, like, lean into it so hard, and they've got, like, a... 
I don't know, it's like a uniform of like leather and patches and stuff. And <laughs> it was so funny. The last time we went, I turned to Todd and I was like, I think I could become their queen. I was like, no, no, no. That wouldn't be fair to the other girls. <laughs> But I was like, man, he like what a lifestyle choice. You had to break out those chaps and <laughs> you know. could become their queen. Oh. I was like, I don't want to. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> there are better things I could do with my time, I think. <laughs> I think so. Oh, it's been so good talking to you. Yeah. I'm so happy that you came over. I'm so happy I came over, too. It's been a blast. Yeah, and so much good luck with your new business. Thank you. Yeah, I've been doing really good since I opened. It's like, what, nine months? Right. Ten months. Yeah, and it's been awesome. Where are you located? On the corner of 5th and Central, right across the street from the historic high school. Which is a great location. Yeah, it's right outside of the old city. And right on the beginnings of Central, which yeah. is a great— You're just— that that whole place is exploding. Oh, man. It's kind of nuts. Like, on some level, I love it. And on another level, I'm like, man, parking's really becoming a pain in the butt. Uh, what they did to the old city. Yeah. Don't get me started. Um, as an old city alumni, I'm not happy. You, yeah, you want it back, huh? <laughs> I am not happy. So how do you, yeah, like, what do you think will happen once the baseball stadium moves in? <sighs> um, I mean... It'll be really busy for the first two years, and then nobody will go to baseball games anymore, and then it'll just become a uh, an empty stadium, and the like, took up a lot of space. We used to have a baseball stadium, and then they moved to Sevierville. Sevierville. Uh-huh. But before they moved to Sevierville, we had this great old stadium. It had been there for decades, and you would walk in, and it had that stale popcorn smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the stale sweat, and just the, oh, it was just amazing. It was just awesome, and I so sad when they tore that down, when they moved out, A, and then they just tore down the whole thing. But I don't know. I think that, I think that baseball in Knoxville, again, is going to do pretty good. Yeah. I'm not thrilled that it's so close to the old city but yeah also it is a, it's good for the old city but i just wish they hadn't changed so much about the old city yeah where am i gonna go where like knox real salvage is gone where am i gonna go oh get God. discount home improvement goods right i'm i was bummed about that i mean i'm still bummed about patrick sullivan's and manhattan's so yeah. and that's been 20 years <laughs> so don't get me started things change though Amy. they really but do. there is a point where i mean they're uh, i love knoxville and i liked it being scruffy and it's getting real bougie real fast it's and Get I, don't, bougie. I don't know how I feel about that. I hope that. we can keep our scruffiness. Um, I hope we can be scruffy bougie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, make we up still our, be a little rough around the edges? We are rough around the edges, this hopefully. This is getting a little too nice. I don't feel, um, not that I don't feel welcome, but I definitely don't feel like there, there are definitely places that I don't necessarily want to go to. <laughs> right. And, you know, the places like the Old City and Central, you know, those are the places where yeah. we went to get away from the bouge. <laughs> yeah. And there's still some cool places. There and that's are. why I try to make it a point that if I do go out that I frequent some of the scruffier establishments, especially the ones that have like an older clientele because once those people I mean those are the people that are keeping that place afloat so totally if younger people or you know people our age don't start going there they're not gonna have enough business to stay mm-hmm. open and some guy's gonna buy their bar and turn it into another right. you know another bar that we already have 12 of right 
So just saying. Yeah. <laughs> like when we took over Toots. And, yeah. And, but all the old people kept coming. Yeah. But all the new, and they melded so well together. Yeah. 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 That was nice. I, oh, man. I still love Marie's, too. Oh, I tried to yeah. go there last night, and they weren't open. So if you if you live in Knoxville and you know Knoxville, you know all these places. And if you're not from Knoxville and you come to Knoxville. Yeah, go to those places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just stop somebody that looks cool and ask them where to go. I'm sure they'll they'll point you in the right, right. direction. Absolutely. But, and go get your hair cut at Sleek and Destroy. Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> Only if you're cool, though. <laughs> Only if you're cool. <laughs> Thanks again, Ellie. Oh, thank you, Amy. I love you. I love you, too. Thanks for having me. Yeah. This has been fun. So let's go have a beer. Yeah, deal. All right. Bye. All right, bye. Well, that's one cool chick. I stopped by her shop the other day to get a picture of us for Instagram. She has a huge painting of Dolly, which I'm a huge fan of Dolly. She's the only cult I would ever join. In fact, I wish she was the leader of a legit cult. Sign me up. How could you go wrong living by her example? She's amazing. Our Lady of Appalachia. I know I always like to put a face with a voice, so I'll always have um, pictures of the people that you're listening to on Instagram. You can always check that out if you follow me. So Lily and I talked about our friend Ashley, Ashley Caruso. She does a really cool thing in this town, something she's been doing for over a decade. Many of you will know for what I'm speaking of, the Punk Rock Flea Market. It is outrageous. It is not your mama's flea market. That's for sure. It lasts all day into the night. It's coming up. It's less than a month away. I got to get my shit together too because I have a booth and a lot of inventory to work up. But you will definitely want to check that out. It's at the Mill and Mine again this year. It goes from, I want to say, noon till midnight, 11 to midnight, noon till midnight. They have bands all day. I think there's well over 150 booths of just some of the coolest shit that you can find in Knoxville. And most of it made by artists and crafters and creators and some of the best people watching in town. So hopefully you can come out for that. Saturday, September the 16th. Well, that's it. You made it to the monster at the end of the book. If you like this podcast, tell your friends about my friends. And like and subscribe so you can listen in next week. Until then, have a great week. And don't get leprosy. Bye.